Welcome to this episode of Conversations Around the Royal Table, where we gather around the transforming Word of God. I am Priscilla, and today I have with me Tracy Gooch. I am so excited to have Tracy with me today. Tracy, thank you for joining me. Thank you for having me. It's such an honor because today on this special episode, we're going to be talking about missions. And uh, I'm so grateful for the season that God has you and your family in. And so we're going to begin, but I want to start because everything we do is rooted and grounded in scripture. And so our scriptures that our conversation is going to be wrapped around comes from Matthew chapter 28, specifically verse uh, 19, but I'm going to read 16 through 19. And this is after Jesus is resurrected. And it says, now the 11 disciples went to Galilee to the mountain to which Jesus had directed them. And when they saw him, they worshiped him, but some doubted. And Jesus came and said to them, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. Our second scripture comes from Acts chapter one, verse eight, where it says, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and all Judea and Samaria until the end of the age. And so as our conversation begins, as sons and daughters, God calls us to go and be his witnesses. And he has equipped us to do the work of the kingdom. I have Tracy, as I stated before, with me today, and she's on a special assignment. Um, And so I met, I said, my family and I met you and your family and your children years ago. But I want to say we really connected and about 2015, 2016, when we both, uh, when we and other families joined together to do missional community. And so I think that's how we just really got to know each other and in, in a deep way, intimate way, and got to know just, get to really, just to really know each other. So I'm so grateful that we stay connected. <laughs> and it is such a joy to see how the kids have grown. <laughs> Yes. You know, it just shows Brown you how up. much time has passed. And so I'm going to open it up because I want you to share with us what was happening in life when you got this call. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> A big transition. Just left corporate America, giving my job this ultimatum. Long story short, we part ways. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> so I have been in corporate America a long time, and I found out after that separation that a lot of my identity was wrapped up in corporate mm-hmm. America. Okay. So I know they say keep it separate, you know, your identity, don't ever find yourself in your job, but that's where I found myself. Mm-hmm. And so it was after that separation, I had just started a business, leadership consulting, something I thought about doing for years. Mm-hmm. I kept saying, Lord, I don't have the time. Well, I could use that as excuse anymore. So <laughs> It was just a time of transition. Yeah. So when the Lord started waking me up two, three o'clock in the morning and I was having this, him telling me what he was going to have me to do and and go out globally and Mm -hmm. 
myself and the children and we're going to be spreading the gospel. Literally, Priscilla, I really just thought this was the way my mind was escaping mm-hmm. from everything because it was just so much at one time. It was too yeah. many transitions at one time. Then, you know, COVID, it yeah. was just so much. Yeah. And so I said, this is just, this is just me. Yeah. <laughs> and so, but it kept going on. And yeah. I mean, literally for weeks. Yeah. Uh, it kept going on consistently. 2.30 to 3 a.m. was my new wow. wake up time. Uh-huh. <laughs> and all I'd be thinking about is these different places. And it would just, I would wake up and I would know where we were going to be. And literally the places that now we're going to be is yeah. what waking up and so now of course wow. I know, you know the Holy Spirit and the Lord speaking to me at that time but it was just a big time of transition so I really just thought it was my mind just trying to escape what was going on it was just a happy place to look at all these different countries and places mm-hmm. that you know. but no it was the Lord prompting and it really took for me to say you know what this can't just be me just daydreaming this can't just let me be intentional about praying about this and Lord if it's you mm-hmm. Um, let me know. Amen. If it's you, I'll go. Yes. Confirmation in that prayer, in the midst of me praying, like I couldn't even fully get it out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that it was him. I said yes. And that was really what was going on. It was just a lot of transition, a lot of different things happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, once he said it and he confirmed it for me, mm-hmm. that I said yes. And, uh, six months later, we had everything sold, given away, and we started. Oh my gosh. What a blessing. You know, I, I laugh at, you know, when you said your new time was two 30 in the morning, um, you know, and that's kind of how God works because so many times during the day, our mind is always all in so many different places. And so when he really is trying to hone in to give you something, to tell you something, he'll wake you up in the middle of the night and say, I need you to get this, yes. you know? And I love that, you know, you said, let me pay attention because if this is you, Lord, I want to walk in obedience and I want to do what you've called me to do. And so I say, you know, for people who may be listening, you know, there may be a thought that comes in your mind um, and, and, and you may try to, you know, I wonder if it's God, but be intentional to say, God, is this specifically you? Then help me to, I will obey you. And now you just give me instructions on where, uh, how do I go about doing what you've called me to do? And so I want to say, is this your second location? This is uh, our second location. We're still in, well, we've been in more than one. So we're still in Mexico. Okay. But we've been in different locations. So we started in Playa del Carmen mm-hmm. and Quintana Roo in the state of Quintana Roo. Then we went to Merida in the state of Yucatan. We are actually now in Cabo uh, just mm-hmm. for a week. And then we'll go to the States for the weekend. Okay. Uh, we'll be in LA just for the weekend. And then we'll return back to Mexico. I was thinking that we were going to be in Egypt and then Kenya from there. And that was the plan, but the Lord said, not, not right now. Okay. Um, so we'll be back in Mexico. There's still some work to do. Uh, we started a missional community in Merida. So yeah, so yes. I was concerned about that too. So I was, I wasn't so heartbroken when the Lord said, not right now on Egypt and Kenya. Uh, so we'll do some more building up some more foundation with the community and then we'll go from go from there the next place uh at the beginning of the year will be brazil so so tracy i mean you're just making my heart sing so <laughs> tell so tell me share some some ways that you have been we'll talk about the mission of community piece in a minute because I, you know i love that but share some of the ways that you've been serving and the different places um that you and your children have been 
so some of the ways that we've been serving, the Lord showed me that when we first started off, this would not be the traditional way. So just for those that are watching, so you know, we're not with a particular organization. Mm-hmm. So the organization we're with is Big Eye. That's, that's it. <laughs> uh-huh. mm-hmm. So we didn't link up with any particular nonprofit. So he is literally just showing us as we get there to that location what that mission is going to look like. Uh-huh. So with Playa del Carmen, it was for one particular person. Okay, so he had been away from the Lord for a while. He mm-hmm. was our taxi driver. So he uh-huh. was our particular driver. So instead of us getting different drivers each time, I only called on him. Mm-hmm. So he took us to church. We find a church before we get there. I'll find a, I keep saying we, but I'll look for the, <laughs> yeah, yeah. the church, uh, English speaking church here. And we pr- start going to that particular church. So he was our driver back and forth to church every Sunday. And he would all always ask about the service. We started talking about the Lord and talking about how we like the service and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. Long story short, by the time we left uh, Playa del Carmen, he had recommitted to beginning to go back and seeking the Lord the way that he was. So not just about him going back into the house of the Lord, but his personal relationship with the father that he had shared that his wife, his son, and all that have been trying to get him back. But just through us, each Sunday, uh-huh. <laughs> just continuing to talk and sometimes midweek taking us places, continue to talk about the Lord and just mm-hmm. our relationship uh, that he began to then seek the Lord again had he once had been doing before. So uh, that uh-huh. was one when we made it to Merida, mm-hmm. um, we started working with the retirement home mm-hmm. and it literally broke our hearts uh, mm-hmm. to see the conditions that mm-hmm. the elderly were in there. Mm -hmm. Uh, so it was very different. They had a a dog that was there. The dog would use the restroom on the floor and Mm -hmm. everywhere. It was just, it broke our hearts. And because of the election and things that were happening in Mexico, uh, they had took the money that they were originally giving to the retirement home. Mm -hmm. They stopped sending the funds. So they were really tight on money. So I cut back on our grocery bill and stuff, and then we donated to them, but we didn't just donate uh, the food that they needed. We also donated our time. Mm -hmm. So three days a week, we would go, we would clean up, we scrub floors, we scrub their rooms, we helped with cooking. Mm -hmm. We did the whole nine. Uh, So we just really try to get the conditions back to where they should be. And again, make sure that they have enough food. So we shop for them weekly as well uh, to feed, I think there was about 15 elderly people there, 15, 18. Mm-hmm. So we, we try to have conversation with them as well. We're still working on our Spanish. So we were, yeah. <laughs> we still solely rely on our, uh, we'll heavily rely on our translate. We also uh-huh. serve the homeless in Merida as well. So it was a beautiful experience. It was not the typical have everyone line up and you're handing them food, but literally you serve them as if it was a five-star restaurant. So as people came up, uh, my children, part of their responsibility was coming to get them. They actually take them to go and wash their hands and everything. If they showed up early enough, they were able to take showers, Mm -hmm. change clothes for clothes that had been donated. And then they're actually seated. We had our little black uh, aprons and stuff on. Uh, They're taken to their table to be seated. And then we serve them uh, their first course. Then we Mm -hmm. come collect the plates. We serve them their second course. It was a beautiful, beautiful experience. Yeah. So that's just a little bit about what we've done. (laughs) Yes. What an awesome way to just show the love of God to people who may not know him, um, who may be far away from him or who may be questioning this Christian faith. But the fact that you guys have taken this season um, to go and be 
the hands and feet of Jesus. It is such a powerful thing. You know, how have you seen maybe God at work in your heart or in the lives of your children's heart during this, this season so far? Oh my gosh. It's, it's been amazing. Mm-hmm. It's been amazing. I knew before we left, he had already showed me there's going to be some healing. Yeah. So we've been through it, you know, as a family, um, you know, being divorced and, you know, single parenthood and the whole nine mm-hmm. and just been a lot of different things. So we went through some healing, just some different conversations. Hey, when this yeah. happened back then, this is why, and these mm-hmm. are the things that, you know, so just to watch God at work in them first and foremost has been amazing. Uh, Watch them just adjust. And even as we're serving the homeless or serving uh, the elderly, just to watch away and see that their hearts broke as well. And all that there's more that I want to do now as an individual for a Christ. And um, my daughter had talked about, you know, her, even her doing missions with an organization Mm -hmm. later on to help spread the gospel. And it just, it touched my heart uh, to hear that. And even my son's hearing how they want to do more now uh, within the community when we make it back to the States or now, honestly, the boys have no desire to go back to the States. They just want to live in Mexico. but uh <laughs> yeah yeah um but to watch the lord just begin to work in them yeah. and to hear them speak about the father more than what they had been doing and really it coming from a place of i want a more relationship with him and i want other people to know about him mm-hmm. um and i'll say for me he's he's been challenging me because we haven't I say uh, we got used to certain, you know, things within the United States and then different little, as we come to now see that they're luxuries. Yes. <laughs> so, you know, living in places, our last place that where we literally had to hang our clothes out on the line and all that <laughs> after, you know, them being washed and, and not having a microwave and just other little things, but just the Lord working with me and dealing with, I'm just going to really put it out there, pride and humility, just really having to deal with pride alone. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He's had to get me in some places for that. And I'm so thankful for it. uh, Because especially if you're a person that um, I'll say corporate America, like I said, that was, you know, my background for so many years. Yeah, you know, it's not to, you know, it's about you, you know, even if you're leading a team, you're leading a team, but still, people are looking at you as a leader, what are you going to do? And it's becomes so much about you. Yeah. So where now we're in a place to where it has nothing to do with me. And I have to continue to remember, Lord, let them not see me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Let them see you. Amen. And that's a whole nother place of humility. Oh, amen. That's so powerful. You know what I mean? Um, and that's such a beautiful thing for you to say, Lord, as I'm doing this work, because again, even doing the work, it could you in our human mindness, you know, I'm, God's called me to serve and I can say I'm doing this work for the Lord. But I hear the humility and I hear just your heart to do um, to do the work of the Lord, but also to honor him in that and let people see you, because that is really what it's all about. People seeing God in you and that we point them directly to him. And so um, because he is the one that that leads and guides and saves and, and draws hearts toward him. And so, um, you know, thank you for, for, for actually just sharing just so far where you guys have been and how you've served and how God has just kind of pulled on and tugged on your heart and how he's continually leading you. Now I want to switch gears just a little bit. I want to talk a little bit about, because you know, 
I just remember you calling and you were like, hey, I think I want to do missional community. And I'm like, okay. So again, when we were together with other families, you know, it wasn't for a long period of time because again, we moved in 2017 and I think we did it 20, 2015, 2016. And at the time, mm-hmm. you know, we served locally, we, we at the school and we did events in the neighborhood and things like that. And we looked for ways to be able to serve. And so for us, it was something that the seed that God had planted in my husband and I, and then when that seed was planted and you, you know, I really didn't think a whole lot about it afterwards. You know what I'm saying? Like what could grow from just this little seed that was planted? So when you called and said, hey, I'm thinking about planting a mission of community, I was like, okay. So share a little bit about the um, what that process was about. And then um, and then we'll continue to go forward, you know? <laughs> Yeah. So that was, that was again, of course the Lord, right? Yeah. So I had never forgot about the missional community. I, myself and the kids truly mm-hmm. loved the entire um, experience and learned and grew from it. Mm-hmm. So he placed it on my heart and I was like, okay, what does this look like? Because yeah. I knew in certain locations we'd be building up uh, yes, he's called us to make disciples yeah. and, and things of that nature, but also a church. I'm like, what does that look like? I'm like, yeah. what? Well, I'm not, I'm not a church planner. Like, <laughs> I don't know the first thing um, about that. And the first thing that came to mind was missional community. Yes, you do. Yes, you do know about it. You were a part of the beginnings that, you know, what does that look like? And, and how do you get the community to be a part of it? Yes, you do. And it, things just came together. So I'm yeah. part of an expat group on Facebook and someone asked a question about, Hey, where does everyone go to worship? And one of the admins had directed them uh, toward me. Long story short, there ended up being like a little group put together outside of Facebook. Mm -hmm. And I mentioned, you know, Hey, I would love to talk to you all about missional community. And I was so scared. I'm like, Lord, I don't know how they're going to take this, what this is going to be like. So they're like, okay, uh, well, you can leave Bible study. (laughs) After you leave Bible study, then you can talk about, you know, missional community during that time. Mm -hmm. And so I did. And people were like, this is great. There was a couple of questions, of of course, like, do we know each other well enough? Do we have this or that? And just talking about, you know, serving the Lord, I, I don't need to know your whole background, your whole life story for us to join arms and yeah. say, we're going to spread the gospel uh, throughout Merida. This is what we're going to do throughout this portion of Mexico. Mm-hmm. Uh, so people received it well. I was like, hey, I'm interested. What do we do? How do we go forward? But yeah, it was just definitely the Lord saying, okay, I want to to yeah. do a, a, have a church here, yeah. have a fellowship here. And I'm just like, mm, I, how do I do that? <laughs> Like once I thought about missional community, of course you guys were the first people that popped up my bottom. Like, yeah, I got to reach out to them because I have no idea what I'm gonna be doing here. <laughs> Yet hindsight is you do know, you know what I mean, because God has called you to do it and you are doing it. And so when we give God our yes. We sometimes we don't believe that we're equipped, but you are well equipped. And so I'm so thankful for what God is showing you about yourself and how he's walked that out. And so you even mentioned earlier that you get uh, you get to spend a little more time with that missional community in in a few weeks. Right. Yes, actually, uh, I plan for us to be back there next week. So we'll be there and we'll be there through December. Mm -hmm. Uh, 
So it'll give more time. And it was just great because everybody was already operating in their gift. Um, Another woman and her child had came down. She had already knew that the Lord was calling her to preach and and things. So she had began, she led a Bible study one day. And so I talked to her afterwards. I'm just like, so let's talk about (laughs) leading. Yes. and then someone else, their heart was already for uh, meeting the needs of the community and mm-hmm. volunteering. So they had already got together different organizations that we could be a part. So everyone was already operating in their gift. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what made it even more of a blessing. So then it's just a matter of let's put together some days and times that we meet. But everyone has already been operating in their gift. So it's beautiful. Absolutely. Absolutely. It just shows that where he calls you, he provides and the needs are already there. They're being met. And so when God puts things together, he gets the glory. And so we we give God the glory. So Tracy, when I think about this call that, you know, the Lord has called us to, to go and be his disciples, how he has empowered us by his Holy Spirit um, to be his witnesses, wherever he sends us. You know, what would you say to someone, you know, it doesn't have to be them traveling, traveling globally like God has called you to it. But there may be people who may get a sense of that and they may be a little nervous um, about that call. But also the fact that we are called to be his witnesses locally. Um, And so what would you how would you encourage people to walk out that assignment? to, to, to go and, and do the work of the kingdom, to go and serve, to go and be missional, what would you, how would you encourage others? Uh, definitely, I would say don't spend a lot of time wondering. You don't have to wonder if it's the Lord sending you. You mm-hmm. have access to the Father. Ask him. Yeah. <laughs> Ask him, is it you? Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> Learn from me. Don't, don't just keep this weeks going by or months. Uh, so if you're that person that it's been weeks or it's been months, I mean, heck, it could even be years to where you're just like, is the Lord really calling me to do this? Or should I do this? Be intentional. Talk to him. Mm -hmm. Talk Mm -hmm. to him. You have access to him. Talk to him and ask him, is this what you would have me to do? Father, if this is what you want me to do, give him your yes. Yes. I will let you know, though, it's not a one time yes. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to have to keep saying yes. You're going to have to say that because you're going to find yourself in uncomfortable situations, but that's how he grows us. And you're going to find yourself in situations where you have to say yes again. Yes. Um, But I, I would definitely say go to him. Mm-hmm. ask him, ask him, is this what he would have? And if, if it's a confirmation that, yes, this is what I would have you to do is now the time. Yeah. How should I begin to prepare? Ask him. So as we went through, and you, you brought up a great thing, uh, Priscilla, that yes, we've already been equipped. Yeah. So you just need to ask him, how would he have you to prepare? Who yeah. does he want you to contact? Yeah. Ask him those questions. And I promise you, he will lay it out step by step of who yeah. you need to contact, what you should do. If now is the time. Yeah. Or if he's calling yeah. you to wait. Yeah. Um, and again, it may not be global for you. Mm-hmm. It may be within your particular community. And that doesn't make it any less of a call. Yeah. Um, I, that, yeah. I think that's been a thing that I've been talking to people about too. Oh, I wish I was called globally. Mm-hmm. But what is he been telling you to do locally? 
Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, so maybe that's not your call. And that's okay. Yeah. We're all different parts of the body and we all need to work in alignment uh, to accomplish what the father would have us to do. So my biggest piece of advice would be go to him. If you think that it's something, whether it's globally, yeah. locally, that he's calling you to do, you don't need to sit back and wonder. You don't need to call on friends and ask them, what do they think? You need to go directly to the father and just ask him, is this what you would have for me? Is now the time? How do you want me to prepare? What do you want me to do? And he will give you every answer. If you're seeking wisdom, what does the scripture tell us? Any man lacks wisdom, let him ask for it. And if you give it freely. So just make sure that um, you're not sitting back. You're not wondering. Uh, And don't get stressed out with whatever it is, because sometimes whatever he gives us, sometimes what he gives us is is bigger than what we thought it would be. Mm -hmm. Uh, But just remember that you've been equipped and that he would not put you in any situation that he felt like you could not handle and that he was not going to provide. So I know that's a long answer, but just take it from someone that's kind of already started doing this. Amen. Yeah. Thank you for that. I mean, it is so true that where God calls us, he provides, he leads and he gives us instruction. It just reminds me of the scripture in Isaiah uh, 30, 21, when it says, whether you turn to the right or to the left, your ears will hear a voice behind you saying, this is the way walk in it. He doesn't lead us blindly, but when we give him a yes, he gives us instructions and the way to walk. As his children, we know his voice. And when we hear that voice, it is up to us to say yes and obey. And we will see the fruit of the work that God has called us to. And we will impact the kingdom, the kingdom from now until all eternity. So I want to close uh, our conversation, but I want to say um, uh we want to pray for the Gucci, for your family, Tracy. Um, and I also want to highlight, I believe you have a website where people can follow um, you and your children on this continued mission where God has called you to go in various areas. And so we commit also to praying for you, but I also ask those who are watching, please commit to praying for the Gooch family. Please uh commit to praying and asking if God would have you support financially. Um, You can follow them. I will put the link in in the comment section where you can uh, click that link and get to their website. But we want to be a blessing. So if God lays it on your heart to be a blessing to the Gooch family, please do so. It's going to impact beyond what you can even think or imagine. Because when God's hand is on something, things grow. When God is in it, people's lives are changed and transformed. And also for your for, for your lives, for those of you who are watching, as we talked about, if you feel like God is laying missions on your heart, he is because that's what he's called us to do. You may not know how or where or whether it's local or abroad, whatever the case might be, begin to pray and ask God, where are you leading me? Where are you calling me to serve? Where are you calling me to share the gospel and walk in obedience to that? So, you know, I'm just saying, let's go be about the kingdom of God. Let's carry this gospel wherever and to whomever God has called us to carry this gospel. So, Tracy, I just want to thank you so much for taking the time. Um, 
I just love your story. I love how God has called you. It just reminds us of the goodness of God and how we are equipped and empowered to go and do the work of the kingdom, to go and serve and spread this gospel to a world that so desperately needs it. Um, so at this moment, I just want to say and speak over you and your children's life. Uh, Father, thank you for Tracy. Thank you for the work that you've called them to do. Thank you that your hand is upon them. Thank you that your Holy Spirit leads and guide their lives. Lord, continue to pave the way. Lord, continue to provide, continue to anoint them to serve those whom you have called them to serve. Meet every need. Bless them indeed. And thank you, Lord, for every seed that has planted, every that have they have served and we thank you for the fruit that will that we will see because of the work that they are doing for your glory and your honor in Jesus precious name we pray amen again thank you all for joining Tracy and I for this special episode of conversations around the royal table where we talked about missions and what God has called us to, he's called us to go and he's equipped us to do the work of the kingdom. Thank you for joining these daughters of the king. We pray blessings over you. Again, if you have any questions for Tracy or want to know any more information, I will put the link to their website where you can follow them and where you can also donate. Again, thank you, Tracy. Blessings to each and every one of you. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Conversations Around the Royal Table, where we gather around the transforming word of God.